This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I would like to make a request of you, Callie Dollar. Oh boy, what is it? I would like to request that if during the recording of these shows, you need to yawn, you just do it. Because for whatever reason, you don't want me to see you yawning, so you make the most bizarre faces <laughs> of trying to hold in a yawn. <laughs> and it's it's more distracting than if you just yawn. I'm just trying to be polite. Well, I mean, sometimes we record these at 7 p.m. and you got up at 3 a.m. So Right, it, so I'm a little sleepy. So it's okay to yawn. And the face that you make when you're trying not to yawn is much more distracting than just... I mean, turn away from the microphone, but can you agree to that? Yeah. All right, thanks. I'll, I'll do my best. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. It is art. Oh, oh seriously? Am I going to buzz you? I was so excited about our first topic. I'm not going to buzz you because it's our anniversary. Go ahead. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for my wife, Callie Dollar. It's our third wedding anniversary. <laughs> my name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our marriage. Do you remember the... Uh, the the every detail of our wedding day i remember yeah i think i do i mean i don't remember who i talked to i don't remember who was there really like i could like i do in pictures but i remember um like the whole day and I remember some of the things that I remember from our wedding day that I just think are weird. Um, I, I went to Henri's with my best man. Yeah. And we had sandwiches for lunch. And that's when he told me that there was a mess up with the delivery to the booze. Mm -hmm. All the booze at our wedding was a gift from my best man and his family. So like George- Best gift ever. Yes. So thank you, uh, all of my drunk friends. Thank you, George McCaro and Janair for that. And of course, Vivian. Uh, so he told me that the order got messed up. So he spent part of that morning driving booze from like tower, you know, the, that the or greens or somewhere friend, right. To the wedding venue. I remember that. Um, I remember right before the ceremony, because we got married at American spirit works, mm -hmm. which is a whiskey distillery. Mm -hmm. And I went back and like amongst all of the tanks just because I wanted to be alone for a few minutes. Yeah. And George, my best man, had to come find me. And I remember him calling out to me and it was like echoing around in there. And I just thought that was funny. Um, and then. Uh, I love that this is what you remember from the day. Like the mess up. Like you, I feel like you remember a lot about George. I'm doing it in order. Oh, okay. I okay, haven't okay. even seen you yet. Okay. Got it. Uh, I remember giving your sister the little charm of Blair. Your dog. Oh my God. Um, we had a little charm with her dog's face on it who had passed away. And I gave it to your sister to give to you. And you ended up putting it in your bouquet. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I, the cere I remember the ceremony. And I remember being mad because I messed up my vows. And I remember being uh, um, blown away that your dress had pockets. <laughs> and then the rest of the night was a blur. Because Jeff and I didn't do a first look. No. Jeff I felt very strongly about not doing a first look. I wanted to see you when your dad was walking you down the aisle, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> um, the Blair thing, I – so Jeff had, he like, the sweetest thing ever – Jeff um, wrote me notes throughout our day and there were like little surprises in every single note. And he had a different person in my life bring me the note as we went through the day. And it was so sweet. And one of them was he surprised me with a picture of Blair um, to go on my bouquet. So that was not planned. That was last minute. 
That was me leaving the house that morning and seeing it. Oh, really? Yep. And then I remember I called and you sent your sister down because we were both in the same hotel, but in different rooms. And I called and I said, somebody needs to come down and get something. And it was your sister. I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, um, I actually think she came, the reason she came down was to get more comfortable shoes. Got it. And while she was there, I was like, here, give her this. Um, so, and one of the other surprises that was so, and I was just spending the day being calm. Like I was trying very hard to like breathe and not let my anxiety take over. Cause I had spent months lead up to leading up to the wedding, being anxious about people staring at me. Like I don't like to be stared at. <laughs> it's this like weird thing. And obviously at your wedding, when you're the bride, like everyone's staring at you. The only bride on the planet who's like, don't look at me. I know it's like so weird. So, um, we really should have had like everyone in our in the audience, like that was there at our ceremony, like wear glasses or something. So you couldn't see them. So I couldn't see them. Um, and I, when we, so he was delivering me, had people delivering me letters the whole day. And one of them, we were, I was taking pictures with my bridesmaids and my flower girl. And, um, I got another letter from Jeff and it was, I think our wedding planner gave it to me. And I opened it and I read it and the look on my face, like I need to get a better poker face because the look on my face, I guess scared my bridesmaids. Yeah. And they told me later that they were worried that Jeff had like bailed or something in the letter. Letter number five. Just kidding. It's all been a joke. Right. So I was like, my face was weird, but the letter said, even the most incredible day can oh, can still be made better with puppies. And so I'm, I get this letter. I read it. I'm like, huh? That's weird. And then my girlfriend's like, what did it say? What's wrong? And I was like, it says something about puppies. And literally when I said that sentence, eight people walked in the room and they were all holding a puppy and handing them to our bridesmaids. Like he surprised us with um, puppies for our our wedding photos. And those are my favorite pictures of the wedding. And I'm not even in them. You love like, them? I love those pictures. And I. it's one of the only stories that I will ask to hear again and again. Like sometimes, I don't know if you ever, but I've been like, tell me about the puppies again. Because <laughs> I love it. Because it's everything I love. It's you. It's surprises. It's cool experiences. It's unique things. And it's puppies. It's puppies. Well, and orphan puppies, which is like pull my heartstrings. I also. Um, Shout out, by the way, to Bosley's Place, who is the one who delivered all those puppies oh to us. And and randomly, so the, the uh, we got married, obviously, on October 22nd. A couple weeks later, we had Bosley's place in studio for uh, to bring puppies in. We were mm -hmm. going to just run puppy. It was election. It was the day after election day. And we knew that half of our listeners at the radio station would be in a great mood and half would be in a bad mood. Right. So we decided rather than, uh, you know, try to get political or anything, we just put a camera on puppies. And that's all we ran on our Jeez. Facebook page. One of those puppies that came in to star on the election day cam mm -hmm. was one of the puppies from our wedding. And our engineer at the time, his name was Al, adopted the puppy. So we still know where one of our wedding day puppies we is. Bella, she lives in Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. Yeah, she moved with Al to Washington, D.C. Great life. No, but we had our wedding was amazing. Um, it was so us, it was the best day of my life, but not because of any of the stuff, just because it just, there's something about being in front of everyone, you know, and like saying the vows and doing the whole, I mean, it was, it was incredible. Well, and we, we did a lot of stuff that was really unique, um, to, and we're going to get into this later this week because somebody has asked us. They just got engaged mm -hmm. and their wedding is a year from now. So they they want wedding planning tips. Mm -hmm. So we'll get more into this. But our wedding was really uniquely ours. Like Callie doesn't like being in the spotlight. Like she really doesn't. Like it, it, she just doesn't like all eyes on her. And I don't like to dance. So we didn't do a first dance. Yeah. And we and didn't do a, a you know, a, 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 you went out there and danced with your dad for Sweet Caroline, right? Yeah, but that was just random. But we didn't do an official dance when we walked into the room and we were announced by somebody playing a song. Um, the food was not traditional, like wedding 
food. It was all food that was meaningful to us. So we'll go into it more when we talk. We had the best wedding planner ever. Yeah. That was like the best decision we ever made was hiring Lindsay at Toast Events. Um, And they did such a good job. And what's it called? Because people have asked me and, and I would say, even if you don't get a wedding planner, because they can get expensive Mm -hmm. and your weddings are already expensive, but get, What's it called when they just help out on the day of and the day before? Get up like a day of coordinator. A coordinator. Get somebody so you don't have to think about it. Yeah. I gave up control completely and that was so nice. And I even got to a certain point, I think two months out from the wedding where I called our wedding planner, Lindsay, and I was like, Lindsay, she had a question for me about something because wedding planning basically is like making so many choices your head wants to explode. Yeah. And like I, after the wedding, I was like, I never want to make another decision ever again in my life. And we got to a point two months out where I remember saying to Lindsay, I'm like, Lindsay, I don't care. I don't care. Right. Like you can decide. And she, I think wound up picking out our chargers and our like stuff like that because I was just so brain dead. I couldn't do it. And if my mom would come and ask me opinions about something, I'm like, mom, I love you. Handle it. Right. Like, I don't want anyone asking me one more question. Like I'm done. I remember being in the car and there were like uh seating, what's it, the seating chart or the seating arrangements or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Kelly just saying to her mom, just move people where you need to move people. I'm like, I don't care. I honestly don't care. Because and she because these are people that we don't know, but your parents would like know well. Mm-hmm. So you're I, I very vividly remember your mom saying something like, so and so and so and so. I are hundred percent are going to vote for Trump and so-and-so and so-and-so who you have sitting at the same table are lifelong Democrats. We just don't want to do that. And I, I think that all happened in one week. So I told my mom to just deal with stuff. Just move them around. I told our wedding planner just to start picking stuff. Cause I didn't care. I was like, I don't care. I don't care. It's like George Banks, you know, when he gets like the father of the bride yeah. where he's like, we'll have the chipper chicken. And then he's just like, he doesn't want to make another decision. He freaks out. I remember I cried in the shower that week too. That was, <laughs> and then I just let it all go. And I was like, this, I don't care. Anymore. But you didn't go to the grocery store and break up the hot dog. Break buns. Up the hot dog no, buns. I did not. Um, so, I just feel like I have to say, cause it's not on our schedule, what? but I love you. And I, Aww. I love our life together. And we have <laughs> condensed a lot of really intense stuff into our first three years of marriage. <laughs> no kidding. Um, and you know, I don't know what age in marriage, like what, year in marriage, people start to say that marriage is hard, but, um, we had a lot of people tell us before we got married, one, I think, (laughs) um, that six months in the marriage was really hard. And, and Jeff and I had this conversation probably six months ago. And I said to him, you know, the things that we have to have had to deal with together are hard. Um, but being married to you is not hard. Well, I think, thank you. And same, same sees ditto. But I think it's the, what we've talked about, I think last week on the shows, the partnership, mm-hmm. like what we have been really good at is picking each other up as we not only struggle, but like even boosting us up when we're f- flying. Like, I mean, serious, yeah. within the first three years of our marriage, Callie and I both changed career jobs. Yes. Like I changed same career, but a different job and a different role. I changed careers. Callie changed careers. Um, we got pregnant. We had a miscarriage. We moved twice. Um, we got <laughs> fired once. We started a business together, which knock on wood so far is going okay. Your mom got sick. My mom got sick. You had a heart thing. My heart stopped. We once, totaled a car. Twi- twice. It's we to- <laughs> yeah, Callie, we- Callie and I took turns wrecking the same car. Uh, we wrecked the, we both wrecked the same car. Um, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot, just like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. We just, it just feels like that is a lot for our first three years of marriage. But um, there's like never a moment. I think the thing about the hard things is that we always do it together. And even when we're bickering or when we're fighting about something, I've never had the thought he's against me. Like I've never, even in the midst of our of the moments that aren't so shiny and bright. Like I've all, I've still felt like even if we're kind of like arguing, 
that were sitting next to each other arguing on the same team. Have we ever, I don't think that the, the story of you wrecking your car has ever been told, but I think it's very funny. Oh my now gosh, that everybody, that now, was a really bad week. Now that we're, everybody's okay, but Callie, you, did, did you hit the side mirror? You, you damaged. I was in the, in a parking garage and you know, those devil concrete pillars that like, you can't, you know that it's there, but you don't know how close it is. And then you hear that. So, and I was like, no. So Callie crunched her car. It was her car, crunched her car against one of those pillars. And so came home, looked at it, called insurance, insurances, go to this garage, make an appointment. Everything's set to have the car fixed. It was still drivable. It was just like a minor annoyance. But it had no, you know, side mirror on the driver's yeah. side and like the fender was damaged or whatever. Yep. So I was driving it one day and ended up rear-ending somebody in stopped no. traffic and the car had to be totaled. So we had to call the garage back and say, hey, remember the car that we were going to bring in that had no side view mirror? Um, oh, it's too it is, old. It has no front end. Can we still bring it in? And they're like, what? And we're like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and the, the funny thing about that whole week was I had to call our insurance person and they dedicate a person to you for a claim. And I'm like, hey, I need to open a second claim. Oh, which car? This, the same one. Like, I think she probably was like, are these people like trying to rip us off or something? But yeah, that was, yeah. Speaking of cars and dogs, it's funny how this all rolled in together. Uh, a shout out, a fist bump, if you will, to the fine folks at Subaru who designated today a very special day for what Callie calls underdogs. The big dogs, the old dogs, the deaf, blind, the different. Subaru presents the underdogs. These shelter dogs still love unconditionally. They're just hoping to find their human who does too. To help, Subaru is establishing National Make-A-Dogs Day to ask you to please consider adopting an underdog or do something extra special for your dog. What? Did you even know that was a thing when you suggested the no, underdogs? I had zero idea. And if you go, um, we're not sponsored by Subaru, although I feel like I want to run out right now and buy a Subaru because I love this. But if <laughs> Subaru you <laughs> would never give us a car now after hearing us say, yeah, we totaled the same car twice. Right. <laughs> Subaru.com slash make a dog's day. And they're saying that October 22nd is National Make a Dog's Day to help underdogs find home. So they're making a big donation to the ASPCA today. And they're also featuring, what is it, three, six, seven dogs that they're calling underdogs. And if you go to the website, it is the cutest professionally shot photo shoot of these little underdogs that no one wants that I'm sure, I mean, they're posing for a photo. Like they're going to be at, great pets. Look at the dude with the little underfangs. There's one with underfangs. <laughs> There's a one-eyed beagle, which is like the cutest thing ever. Like I'm honestly surprised Jeff hasn't tried to talk me into that. Um, there are, there's like one dog that looks maybe a little older. The tall dog is big and old. And there's certain that what we've there's learned so is because it, the reason we're, we're saying, can you believe this is a thing is because a week or two ago, Callie was reminiscing about her dog, Blair, yeah. who was at the Humane Society for nine months, was older, strike, mm -hmm. was black, strike, and was a bigger dog strike those three things make an older them. dog yeah and i said that oh you said bigger and older oh and black bigger was it well whatever didn't i say I, bigger older black bigger older black whatever. well it was just she was like an older black dog and statistically black dogs are least likely to get adopted i don't even know why that is i have only ever they're, had they're difficult to photograph that's true which is crazy to me because i've only ever had black animals my whole life isn't that funny i think they're just prettier than everyone else. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, so, so we were talking about that and Callie and, oh, and we went to the humane society and Callie met a dog. What was his name? They got adopted that same day. Harper. Harper took a picture of it, put it on her Instagram. Somebody came in and adopted it and Callie goes, this is going to be our mission. An upsider went and got Harper and she's like a senior dog. And I talked to her, the Harper's human mom. 
a couple days ago and she was like, Harper's doing great. Our Yay. family loves her so much. She's such a good dog and said that she got home and immediately started acting like she owned the place. So perfect. I, she seems like she found the perfect home and we're going to be featuring underdogs, um, dogs that are less likely to be adopted for one reason or another. And there's one in Atlanta right now sitting at the Humane Society at the Moore's Mill campus that I, or how Mill campus, excuse me, that I think is going to make the most wonderful pet ever. I took Jeff to meet her and I'm Jeff is like loves this dog. She's awesome. Her is this name, Olive? This is Olive. Aww. Olive has been there and you saw Olive. We played with her. Yes. She's a cute, sweet dog. She's been there for 213 days. Unacceptable. Go meet Olive. So and I, we are go meet Olive and know that we, meaning the upside, uh, we are going to cover your adoption costs if you adopt Olive. Cause we love her. We're going to start featuring, um, a dog or an animal. So we're going to do cats too. I think, um, that is not having a great shot at finding a home that would make a really good roommate. We want all the pups and the kitties to find roommates and shout out to Subaru. Thanks for hopping on our bandwagon. Uh, we will put a link up to the super cute commercial in the show notes page at callieandjeff.com. I've discovered a new love and my new love is having things delivered to my doorstep so I don't have to leave my house and I'm not even sorry about it. ButcherBox is no exception. When it comes to meat, quality matters. And sometimes when you go to the grocery store, it can be really hard to find 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range free organic chicken, heritage breed pork, or wild-caught salmon that's high quality. ButcherBox is taking care of all of that. Go to butcherbox.com upside and and this week, I'm super excited because you get a free turkey plus $20 off your first box when you go to butcherbox.com slash upside. And with Thanksgiving right around the corner, now is the perfect time to give it a try because of that free turkey. Another partner this week is Skillshare, an online learning community. Thousands of classes, dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills, and you can take classes for free. Here's what you got to do. Use the word upside when you check out at Skillshare.com. You've got two free months. Here are some of the classes available right now. Design a brand. That's right. If you've got an idea, a small business idea bouncing around in your head, but you don't know how to brand it, you can take a class in brand designing. You can take a class in calligraphy. You can take a class in logo design. How about this one? How to overcome creative self-doubt. If you find yourself spinning in a whirlpool, it's sucking you down of, I'm not good enough. Skillshare can help you with that. And of course, iPhone photography. With the holidays right around the corner, be the star photographer in your family with Skillshare. Go to Skillshare.com, use the code word UPSIDE, get two free months at checkout. I don't know about you, but I love a good ghost photo. Ghost stories, ghost, but like real ones. You know what I mean? The, uh, you're talking about the Confederate war veteran or whatever it is that you have on your phone right now. Yes. We were at brunch recently and I brought up the fact that I had caught a ghost in a picture. And of course we were with T-Bird and Katie. And of course they're like, oh my gosh, we have to see it right now. So I spent probably how long at brunch? You spent like 20 minutes digging through your photos, but I'm not going to make fun of you because I did the same exact thing because I also have a ghost photo on my phone. And I just feel like since, you know, Halloween is around the corner that perhaps we should be sent more ghost pictures because I would like to see your ghosts. The, the picture that you have, so yours. Oh, so creepy. And and we'll post this on uh, Kelly's Instagram account, right? Can we do that? Yeah, we can post it to my story. Or, or is it already We'll post up it there. to the Facebook group. Okay, perfect. It's it, Take a look at it because it. I think yours is a shadow. No way. No way. Okay. Here's what happened in my like ghost story, even though I didn't really talk to it. I didn't talk to it at all. I was with my friend Katie. We were hiking and we got lost. So we're like aimlessly wandering around. Like we somehow took a wrong trail and whatever. Where were you hiking? Um, it was like close to Ringgold. I think it's oh, like okay. Northern Georgia. Like, got it. okay. Yeah. Um, Northern Georgia and we got lost and we started Instagramming that we were lost and just like, Oh, ha ha. Look how huh? we're Instagram starting. We're lost. That's, we're how, go, that, that's how horror films start. 
I know, Instagramming but I in- two girls, Instagramming that they're lost in the woods. That's the first five minutes of a dateline. Right. But I wasn't really thinking that way because we were having a great conversation, whatever, totally lost in it. And then um, we start Instagram storying because we both are like Instagram people. And um, people started commenting, like writing, responding, saying, whoa, creepy. Who's the dude behind you guys? Or I think a couple of people said, you should ask the guy behind you for directions. And I'm um, like, uh, that- we were alone. And I mean, alone, since we got off the path, we did not cross paths with anyone. That's not horrifying to post a picture and then have people who are looking at the picture, see the man in the background and you not see it. Oh my gosh. It was so scary. So we look closer, you know, we like screenshot the video, zoom in. It is totally a ghost and I don't care what you say. And it's a ghost and not a human because the proportions are really out of whack. Like this would be an eight foot tall human if it were a physical person. Or it's just a shadow. It's not a shadow. You saw it. Like you saw it in my photo. You don't think that that's a ghost. I don't buy into yours as much as everybody else does because the proportions are off. We showed it to T-Bird and Katie and they were like, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. You guys were hiking alone? That is definitely a ghost. I was like, mm-hmm. My picture was is from a place that's in Buckhead um, in Atlanta. And it's a, a place called the Beverly Hills Inn which I think it used to be a bed and breakfast. I think now it's condos. Like, I think you can live there. Le- th- what was it before? It was the Beverly just, Hills Inn. It was a bed I know, and breakfast. but before it was a bed and, like, what made it haunted? Like, was there an event there? Was there a fire? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think it was, I think somebody said it was a hospital or something, or they Ooh, took care that of. That is creepy. Yeah, I think. But anyways, it was, so it's a, it was a bed and breakfast when I stayed there. And it was when I was on Q100 and everybody on the morning show was going to spend one night there alone because it was famously haunted. And I stayed there and took a whole bunch of pictures and didn't really think anything of it. And this is before um, camera phones were as nice as they were. So I actually took the pictures with my real camera, with a real camera. And then the next day, when we were about to talk about it on the radio, I uploaded the pictures. And in the pictures, you can see mist. Like in the chair, there is mist, like somebody is sitting there, but it looks like, I mean, it doesn't even look like cigarette smoke because it's white. It almost does look like cigarette. Well, I don't really know what cigarette smoke looks like because I don't smoke, but yeah, it looks. It's not moving. And then in a couple of them, there's like light beam kind, light beams kind of, and there's like an orb in the bottom right. Uh Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I do. I I mean, I kind of do, but I don't know. I mean, I I find it hard to believe that when people die, their spirit just goes away. Into nothing and that's it. And I believe that X number of years from now, we're going to be able to communicate with or uh, have at least awareness of like whatever dimension spiritual dimension there is. Mm-hmm. We just haven't progressed that far yet. Oh, it's like, gives me the heebie jeebies. Cause I mean, we assume that all ghosts are bad, but like, they're not all, all bad. And actually my friend Katie was with me. She sent me a picture of her grandfather, like in uniform. And she said that's who it reminded her of. So I don't think it's like bad or scary. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be, it's just like eerie and weird. But if you have a, ghost picture that we can add to our gallery, send it to us. Um, mm-hmm. and you can do that. You can send it to either Callie or I on Instagram. You can post it in the Facebook group. We'll, we'll start a thread with Callie's picture and then I'll put mine underneath it and you can just add yours or, um, or email it to us. Cause I feel like everyone on Facebook is going to have to like vote too. Like I'm going to have to post mine in the Facebook group and then people will be like, no, that's totally like, you know, a tree or whatever. Anyways, I'm excited. I do not like horror movies. I do like Dateline and, and I don't, I wouldn't put myself in a position like 
to do something haunted, like I told Jeff, I will absolutely not go to a haunted house. I absolutely would never That's sign up to go stay at a haunted hotel. Like I'm not into that kind of stuff, but I'm so into like seeing the pictures and hearing the story. I'm into it. But a haunted house isn't a real haunting. A haunted house is like actors and stuff. Right. But I just don't want to see that kind of stuff. Got it. All right. Well, send your pictures into us and uh, Callie will get her thrills that way. So if you've listened to this show for even five minutes, you know that the foundation of it is gratitude. Callie and I discovered gratitude a few years ago, and every single morning we take truly 20 seconds out of our day to write in a gratitude journal one thing we're thankful for every day. That's it. We start every show with one thing that we're grateful for. And we believe, and now, I mean, we started believing this a few years ago, and now it seems like there's study after study after study that says scientifically gratitude changes the energy in your brain. And I believe it. I told, there is not, if you have done gratitude for what, six months or more, I don't know one person that's done it for that long and doesn't believe that it rewires your brain. I really don't. And it's, um, so it's proven by science. Callie and I are, are big proponents of it. And we are naturally pessimistic or negative people. And it has made us more positive. Did you see that um, message that we got on Instagram the other day about the woman who lost her phone? I think in an apple orchard. Yes. She was like, I just wanted to let you guys know that the upside is totally flipping my brain. And she's like, I was at an apple orchard. I lost my phone. It started pouring rain. I just knew that there was like zero way I was finding that phone. And if I did find it, that it would be like intact and working. So she's like, I started immediately thinking of all the things I was grateful for. Like, I am so grateful that I backed up all my photos. I'm so grateful that I can afford to get a new phone, all this stuff. And she was like, I didn't even go to the negative. Which is, which is what I think people naturally lean towards. Most people naturally yeah. do because negativity is easier. It's totally easier. So anyways, if you are a, a gratitude fan like we are, I read an article a couple days ago about how to take it to the next level. And it's just adding one question to your daily gratitude routine. This will work especially well if you do gratitude in the morning. Because the first question that you should be asking is, what am I thankful for? What am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. And there's no wrong answer. It's so funny when people ask us, like, well, am I allowed to say the same thing more than once a week? Am I allowed to say something superficial? Am I allowed to say something that I don't have anything to do with? The answer to all of that is yes. yes. If you're grateful for it, you can say it. Yes. So that's, that's what you should be doing. The second question to ask, if you're ready to take your gratitude to the next level, is who might I thank today? Oh, that's a good one. And um, the the science or the thinking behind it, the philosophy behind it rather, is that gratitude already puts you in a good mood. It's like like sets your brain in a place of, of good energy. Mm-hmm. Now spread it, which is kind of our mission here with the upside. Yeah. You know, finding gratitude, the positive in every situation and helping other people do the same. So... We kind of stumbled on this a few weeks ago. Remember with the, hey, just call customer service for no reason. Yes. But tell them you like them. Uh, the uh, the extension of that would be thank a coworker that you might not normally thank. Thank your child's teacher. Thank, give it, you know, write a quick note of thanks to the person at the urgent care who gave your kid five stitches when he fell off his bike, whatever. I would say even like a text to like a friend that's been good to you or just like I texted my best friend a couple of days ago and just said, hey, I'm so grateful for our friendship. And that was it. And that's the next level of gratitude. It's truly spreading the positive energy and it doesn't have to, as I, some people think, well, in order to do that, you got to buy the coffee for the person behind you or bring a gift in or whatever. Don't. No, like getting a text. I, I actually feel really bad because right around the time I got fired, a person that I rarely talk to. I mean, I probably see this person two or three times a year, mm-hmm. if that. And when I do, it's he, he's a friend of a friend, like not even like I wouldn't even consider him a close friend, mm-hmm. but he sent me a text message a couple days before I got fired back in May and the text message said, Hey, 
you were on my mind today, so I just wanted to reach out and say hello. Whoa. Hope you're well. And I was like, wow, that's really nice. And in perfect Jeff Dollar fashion, I didn't respond right away. Because to Jeff m- reads all of his texts, then doesn't respond. And if he happens to remember it later, he will respond. And so I I, I just decided, or I made the, in the moment, said, oh, I'll write him back. It deserves more than just a, wow, thanks. Like I wanted to write something heartfelt. Well, then I got fired and then all of that nonsense. And then for weeks and weeks and weeks, I was just dealing with that. Mm-hmm. So I never responded to him. And I saw him last week. Oh, no. And totally forgot about it. And it, and then went then th- then went to text him and say, hey, it was great to see you. And saw that unanswered text message. And immediately felt bad. But it also brought back the joy that I felt, like the happiness, just to know that this random person was thinking of me. I thought yeah. that it was nice. So anyways. It was nice. Did you write him? I still have I still haven't acknowledged oh the nice. Gosh. So do as I think, not as I do, because I don't do things very well. <laughs> October Lucian updates. I feel like we haven't done updates in a while. Have you been avoiding it because you haven't done yours? Not, no, um, but I haven't done mine. I haven't so any of yours. I mm, okay. No, no. No and yes. All right. If you're just catching the show for the first time, Jeff has decided that everyone should start their October uh, resolutions in October instead of January, because by January we're stressed. We've just been two months with our family, like whatever it is. And that October, there's not as much going on. So ironically, Jeff is too busy in October to do these October resolutions. Um, and by the way, the idea is so January, we're all kicking butt at our resolutions and they're old news. It's not that I'm too busy. It's that I am not prioritizing properly. Like what I need to do is I need to make these four things, the first four things I do in the day or the last four things I do before I go to bed and I don't go to bed until they're done. Yeah. But I just prioritize poorly. So the, as so I Jeff said, has no updates, as I have said before, do don't do as I say, don't do as I do, do as I think. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think it's a really great idea. Um, I haven't been doing a great job with reading, but there, I still want to read that profit first book. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have not been getting out and going for a walk every day. Like I wanted to, and I definitely have not been sweating three times a week. Like I said, I wanted to <laughs> because I haven't even been walking, but I have been doing a good job, a better job of like trying to connect with people and go to lunch oh, good. And, okay. and, and catch up with people and be better about like responding to messages and stuff. Hey, it's a start. Right. How about you? Um, okay. So one of mine was work out five times a week. I did four last week and then the fifth one I slept in. So, but before that I was doing three days a week. So I'm up one workout a week. So I'm like, you're up 33%. So that's good. I'm trying. It's a struggle, but I've got till January. I feel like, so don't say that that's a curse. I know. I'm, I mean, uh, I have till January to be good at my resolution before the other knuckleheads come in and start resolving things. Right? No, don't, don't give yourself an excuse before you even get there. You have to start today. Um, find a healthy balance with food was my next one. And I actually have been doing that. Um, I've been working with my friend, Laura Lee, who, um, is a holistic chef and just a really smart human about food. And I've been working with her to do like one thing differently a week or, you know, whatever. So I've been spending more time on that for sure. What did she say about the entire pan of monkey bread? I didn't tell her about that, but thanks for listening. Real. She listens to the show every day. (laughs) What about this seven layer butterscotch bars? Is that a Laura (laughs) Lee recipe? No, she basically said to me to listen to yourself. Like I've been listening to myself and I don't eat when I'm not hungry. And I used to force myself to eat, you know, because I felt like I had to eat. So she's like, I was like, so if I know that I'm about to be in a three or four hour work period where I'm not going to be able to eat. And that usually would be my lunchtime. Um, should I basically like stockpile food? Like, should I eat before I go? And she was like, no, you should eat when you're hungry. Which is kind of like what the old thing that you, the old diet plan thing that you were doing, no matter what you had to eat at 
three and a half hour right, intervals. Right, six or times a day, and it was like really super regimented. And I found that that really messed with my brain a lot. Um, so a lot of the things I'm working on now, when it regards to like a healthy relationship with food, is actually mental. Like things I'm working on with Laura Lee and things I'm working on in therapy are getting out of old mindsets um, and realizing that like it's okay. Like I don't have to eat at two o'clock every day. Like I'm alive and it's fine. And my therapist even said, she is like, I don't think that she didn't like that. I had workout five times a week on my resolutions. Why? She thinks that my rephrased goal should be, um, move five times a week. So redefining workout. Yeah. Cause I was telling her, I'm like, I have it stuck in my head that when I work out, it has to be for 45 minutes or an hour, or it's not worth my time. And we have at home workouts that I can do in 20 minutes when I have a free 20 minutes. So that's not true. Like if I have 20 minutes now and I find myself with 10 minutes later, like why not work out? Got it. You know, like Uh it doesn't have to be a whole thing anyway. So I think I'm doing really well with that one. Um, and it's not as fast as I want it to be, but I think that was probably my problem last time is jumping into a diet head first, super fast without thinking. Got it. Um, get back on a schedule with the blog. I'm starting to think this might be impossible. Why? Because I don't have time. Oh, got it. You know, like I feel like until we add another team member or something, I just feel like I, I might have to backburn in the blog because this is more important right now. But what about like, I've already gotten some emails to the Callie and Jeff email box. Have you checked, by the way, your Callie email account? Nope. Totally forgot. Callie. I know. I know. I know. I know. People are probably trying to get in touch with you. That's why they're emailing me. They're like, is Callie going to do another gift guide? Is Callie going to put put gifts up on the website? Yeah. Yeah, but I am. So I'll definitely do gift. You know, they're asking me because you're not answering. Well, I might have answered on Instagram where I have like my email that's on my, yeah, I got to figure that out. Sorry. Um, But- Can you put that on your list of resolutions to do? (laughs) To do, yes. Today? Um, And my last resolution was to um, save a portion of every paycheck. And honestly, we have, we still have not gotten a paycheck. I realized that- the first paycheck that came in the mail, I screwed up the name. Like I didn't tell who who was paying us. I didn't tell them our business name. I got it wrong. So we had to recut the check. But when it comes in, I set up a bank account and I should be good to go. We have a business account now and we will be having a check. And as soon as we do that, I will be putting a percentage of that away. Nice in work. Savings. High five. Boo. That was my high five. You've heard us talking the past few weeks here on the show about Hemp Fusion CBD. Well, let me explain to you what makes Hemp Fusion different than a lot of other CBDs. They offer full spectrum hemp extract products. What that means is they're not just pulling the CBD out of the hemp plant. They're pulling vitamins, minerals. uh, They're pulling important terpenes, um, phytocannabinoids, which are naturally occurring within the plant. All of that comes out and then all of that goes into their products. That entourage effect, all of those things working together, increase the effectiveness of the CBD in your system. Go to hempfusion.com. This question and so many more answered right there on the website. And if you make an order, make a purchase, you're going to get 20% off your order plus free shipping using the word upside at checkout. Hempfusion.com. Use upside at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. We are going to the beach to celebrate our anniversary, but we are going to have episodes like normal. So every single day you normally listen to the upside, or if you listen to it during the week, we're going to have a new episode, um, every single day with new content you've never heard before. And you know, it's just like the last time we went on a beach vacay. Hey, we were still, um, had new episodes for you. And one thing that I'm so excited about, we interviewed, um, and I don't know, do we know what day this is coming or we're not sure yet? I'm not sure. It'll be Thursday or Friday Thursday of this week or Friday. We interviewed my great aunt Effie. She's 93. Got a lot of wisdom and she, she's 93 going on 40. She really has, she has so much wisdom. She's so upsidey, right? Like, did you learn anything about her that? Oh, hundred percent. And she's like, she jokes that she's like, her name's Effie. She's on Effie 4.0. She goes, I've lived four different lives. And yeah. she's got an amazing story of being widowed with young children and then of deciding to go back to school and, and get a, constantly 
improving her education and then being called into mission work at age 50 and going and doing it. Yeah. And going and doing it. And then she said to me, she said to me and Jeff, when she was sitting here, she's like, I think I'm on my fourth life. She said that she recently feels like she's at a new point in her life and just gears have shifted for her again. And I'm like, that's amazing. I mean, she's 93 and she's so upsidey. It's ridiculous. You know what um, story that she told? Uh, I don't think that we got this recorded, but she, when she was standing in the driveway waiting for your for your dad, uh, she told a story of having to come to town when you were like two or three years old because you lost your favorite blanket. No, here's what happened. My sister was just born and my Aunt Effie came in town to um, to babysit me. Right. And in the course of somewhere in there, we lost my favorite blanket, which is like when you're two, I mean, earth shattering. Not just your favorite blanket, your best friend. Oh my gosh. Couldn't sleep without it. Couldn't function without it. Took it to school. I mean, we were like, I did not ever put that thing down. So when I lost it and my world was shattered Aunt Effie made me a new one and saved the day. And she didn't just make you a new one. Like she called and got the this special pattern and got the special yarn from mm-hmm. New York and stuff. Cause she knew those little, those, those stuffed animals and blankets and vital, vital to a toddler. Well, that brings us to our beautiful human alert, which we'll use to wrap up today's episode. A 10 year old girl was flying home to England from Universal Studios in Orlando. And halfway through the flight, she realized that her beloved stuffed animal named Special Dog was gone. Oh no. So here's mom and dad and the 10 year old on the plane losing, you know, she's losing her mind, thinks the dog's gone forever. Uh, as soon as they landed, mom gets the, gets on the phone, calls the hotel they stayed at. Um, shout out to the Hard Rock Hotel in Orlando. Uh, they found the dog, shipped it back to Millie. That's the 10-year-old who lost it and included notes with the adventures the dog had been on in the weeks it took to come home. That is so cute. The pictures showed the dog playing the guitar, enjoying a drink by the big fountain in front of the hotel and notes from every step along the way. That is so dang sweet. So the Hard Rock Hotel in Universal Studios, Orlando, you guys are beautiful humans. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. When do we exchange gifts? When do I find out what you got me for our anniversary? Well, is it a gift exchange or am I just giving you a gift? Well, you are giving me a gift and then I'm giving you something that you bought. You just don't know it yet. (laughs) Um, Well, I have had your gift for months. I got your gift yesterday. And I'll tell you why. Jeff is always last minute with gifts, but he's a really good gift giver. But the reason I'm last minute is because I don't like the constraints placed on me by this list of traditional things. Like leather. Oh my gosh, you're the one that thought it was cool to do that. That's the literal only reason we follow that tradition. It is? Yes, because you were like, I think it's really cool. I think we should follow tradition. So every, I mean, you have no idea last year, year two for cotton, how hard I busted my butt to try to fit in your your thing. Can can we cancel it? Can I be done with it? Because it was really annoying this year. Like it's not, it's not easy to find a romantic leather gift unless you're into, you know. Well, or unless your wife is amazing and found something so perfectly you and also thoughtful. I am finally up to date. Um, I have been binge listening, hoping to get up to date, and all of a sudden it just stopped. I didn't replay a new episode and I realized I'm up to date. Um, my name is Isla. Jeff, I actually interned with you back at Star 94 a couple of semesters ago, and then you introduced me to Callie. Callie, you are one of the most incredible people I follow on Instagram, um, and I've been such a fan for so long, and I'm just so, so happy that you guys are doing this because you've brought me a lot of joy and a lot of comfort um, during a really transitional part of my life. So um, I've been doing gratitude every day. Um, it's been helping me get through the days, and you guys, just every time I, I need to hear something, somehow you guys are talking about it. And maybe it's because I've been binge-watching the episodes, but it just, it's been way more helpful than you guys could ever imagine. So keep up the good work. Um, I'm going to be a, a 
tried and true listener from now on. So that's all. Bye. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I hope that Callie will do the Beta Brand Dress Pant Yoga Pants. I know what I like and don't like about it, but I want to, I'm very curious to see what she thinks, but it's the Beta Brand Dress Pant Yoga Pants. Anyway, uh, that's it. Have a great day. Bye. I was actually just listening to another podcast, the Andy Grammer podcast that you guys um, recommended that when you did the interview with him. I started listening through some of his, and I found them very interesting. And I was listening to one that he did with Jillian Matthews, or Michaels, Jillian Michaels, I think. Um, and she talked about um, her being fired from her job. She's going through how she became a trainer and what she does. And she said something that I thought was super um, inspiring and interesting. And, Jeff, I thought this would be something that would um, inspire you if you haven't um, heard it before. Um, She said the day that she got fired, she was blackballed, and she was so disappointed. And she said it was the worst day for her ego, but the best day for her soul. And she said from then on out, her life just changed dramatically from there. And the first person I thought of was you, Jeff. And I thought, how inspiring and something good, um, definitely an upside to um, the situation you've gone through this year and anyone else that may be going through it. Love your podcast. Love y'all. Bye. I just wanted to make a comment on what Callie said about social media posts coming back to haunt you, including Snapchat. I have a sister who was, like the lady said that you guys played the voicemail for, sending inappropriate things back and forth, and the boy screenshotted them. Um, To make a really, really long story short, uh, he became very obsessed with her. Let me also bring in that this was not her boyfriend at the time. Um, He was super obsessed with her. She decided he was a little too much. He brought those pictures back around and threatened her with them um, to send them to everybody in the school, It was a whole big ordeal. We had to let him know we were going to do a restraining order, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, anyone can screenshot those images. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye.